Bienvenidos to the Centro Podcast from San Jose State University's Chicanx Latinx Student Success Center, where we learn from students, staff, faculty, and community partners to leverage collective assets and develop strategies for Chicanx Latinx student success. I am Rebecca Burciaga, the 2019-2020 Faculty Fellow at Centro and an Associate Professor of Educational Leadership and Chicana and Chicano Studies. This is our inaugural podcast where we share an overview and history of the Chicanx Latinx Student Success Center. We have two special guests and I'll have them introduce themselves now. Hola, hola, I'm Lili Pinedo Giangai. I'm the inaugural program director of Centro. My pronouns are she, her, hers. It's been an exciting adventure building Centro's foundation in order to be prepared and ready to serve our current and prospective Latinx students. Thank you, Dr. Burciaga, for interviewing us today. Que andas mi gente, my name is Yesenia Guzman and I am one of the student success leaders at the Centro. Centro is an identity-based student service department here at San Jose State. We are not a student club or organization, which is a question that we often get asked. Our vision at Centro is to be understanding of and responsive to the unique needs of our Latinx students. And we do this through community advocacy and also through student empowerment. Our students, staff, and faculty and alumni collaborate in order to find new and effective ways of increasing Latinx persistence, retention, and graduation rates. And how do you do this? We do this through ensuring that we have a clear vision and also having a, a clear mission. Our mission is to offer innovative programming and support services that are intentionally designed to enhance Latinx student success. And as a result, we provide spaces that affirm students' intersecting identities, where we validate their academic capabilities, develop their leadership skills, and foster healthy relationships while also promoting the importance of civic and community engagement. For us, it's important that our students see their whole selves that are reflected in the work that we do, so that they're reflected in our space, in the staff that work here, the services, the programming. And when students see themselves represented and feel connected to their academic environment, it can really have a positive impact, especially in terms of their sense of belonging. But one of our challenges is how do we sustain this work? It requires that we're up to speed and up to date with understanding the ever-changing strengths and needs of our students and being informed on best practices in order to apply these into our work and having the sufficient resources to build the capacity. So Yesenia, can you tell us a little bit how you came to Centro? Yeah, so I had first found out about the Centro at orientation, I believe. Uh, there was a sort of resource fair happening in one of the meeting rooms in the student union and I stopped at their table. I was greeted by Eric, one of the former student success leaders, and I remember him being super friendly and energetic. He informed me about the OHO e-newsletter and that's how I began connecting with the Centro more and the work that they were doing. Uh, as a freshman, everything was very new, you know, so... As I would read the newsletter, I'd find out about the different workshops and I decided to come into the Centro, which was a bit intimidating at first, not gonna lie, uh, just because it was very new to me and I wasn't sure if I was just simply able to walk in. Uh, but yeah, that's that was my first encounter with the Centro and that's how I found out about this space. Uh, I then received an email about the opportunity to attend the student leadership retreat 
and that just simply changed my whole experience as a person, especially as a student, um, a first-generation student in college. So it sounds like Centro does a lot of different work with and different outreach to students. Yes, so although our charge is to help increase Latinx undergraduate student retention and graduation, we are definitely inclusive of all the students that are interested in engaging with us. This also includes our graduate students. And there's no sign up that's required to engage with us. Everyone is welcome and invited to come into Centro during our hours of, of operation, which are Monday through Thursdays, 9 to 6 p.m. and Fridays, 9 to 2. Uh, our events also range from morning to evening, and we hope that this also accommodates all of our students' ranging schedules. So it sounds like there's a lot of different opportunities to get involved. Can you share a little bit about our history of Centro? So Centro was opened in spring of 2018. However, the efforts and the activities leading up to the opening of the Centro started almost five years ago. So in the summer of 2013, our then provost, Ellen Jun, had invited the SJC community of faculty, staff, students, and administrators to come together in order to address the needs of our Black, Latinx, and Native American students. And this was specifically to addressing the existing equity gaps and ways to increase retention and graduation rates to ensure that all of our students enjoyed success at San Jose State. So with this, two, two task forces were established. This, these were the African-American Black Student Success Task Force and also the Chicano Latino Student Success Task Force. And their goal was to develop action plans uh, with activities and a timeline for making progress on these stated goals. Fast forward to fall of 2013, unfortunately there was an incident on our campus that directly impacted one of our Black students that was living in the dorms at the time. So several San Jose State community members and the local San Jose community organized in support of the student and demanded that San Jose State take immediate actions to make San Jose State a more safe and welcoming environment for our black students. Concurrently, San Jose State was engaging in the process of uh, collecting data to assess what the campus climate was here. And as a result of that, the creation of a special task force on racial discrimination was established to investigate not only the incident, but also to issue a list of recommendations to improve diversity and inclusion here at SJSU. This list also included the recommendation to develop student resource and success centers to support our underrepresented students of color that had low graduation rates, but also to conduct outreach to these students. And then fast forward a couple years later, the Western Association of Schools and Colleges, also known as WASC, uh, that's responsible for our, our accreditation, made recommendations to San Jose State to institutionalize these pilot programs that were developed under both task forces. Students and student leaders from associated students and various student organizations also organized, and they held various demonstrations in support of the centers, and these were very powerful in bringing the community together. They also issued written demands that was supported by data, resolutions in support of the African-American, Black, Chicanx, Latinx, and the Undocumented Student Resource Centers was authored by our associated student leaders, and these were passed and adopted by the Associated Students SJSU Board of Directors in 2015. You can actually find these resolutions uh, in each of our centers. We decided to frame these as a reminder to our current students of all the work that their former peers uh, put into to make this happen. 
So over the course of almost five years of community building, of strategic organizing, and collective action, there was an extensive external review that recommended that San Jose State institutionalize the initiatives that were uh, done by the task forces. And so as a result, San Jose State actively responded and all of our centers were opened, as I mentioned, in spring of 2018. And each one of us, each of our centers, received one-time operational funding and to, do our, to do our programming. We have a dedicated space, we had a full-time program director, and then two to four part-time student assistants. So it sounds like the Centro is really working hard to ensure that you reflect the mission and the purpose um, behind establishing Centro. It takes a village. So although we're a small but mighty team of, of 10, which includes myself as the program director, Elisa, who is our program coordinator, and our amazing five student success leaders, combined with our two faculty fellows, um, we make sure that we're constantly in communication in terms of what we can do to best support our students, but also just the larger San Jose State community. So although this is our core team, in order to accomplish our mission and achieve our vision, we also depend on our campus partners and those off campus. Our relationship-focused approach has allowed us to build strong connections with individuals and departments who've demonstrated an interest and commitment to Latinx student success. We have formally uh, bridged services with some of our campus college student success centers with our counseling and psychological services department, also known as CAPS, the Career Center, and a few faculty from Chicana and Chicano Studies, Education, Public Health, and also Computer Science. We understand that our students don't always have the time to jump around from one side of campus to the other, handling various business. So Centro really is and serves as a one-stop shop so that folks aren't having to walk around campus. This is especially important for commuter students who we know have limited time um, in their schedules to get around, so we really were able to build this one-stop shop that allows them to get a lot of their business taken care of. Then we also have our local community members and our local city leadership that have also reached out to us, wanting to explore various ways to support our students. And what this has created is various opportunities for them to learn, for students to learn about, connect, and engage with various San Jose organizations, such as MACLA, the Hispanic Foundation of Silicon Valley, and Vegolution, just to name a few. We also appreciate, of course, our allies working in solidarity with us. So Yesenia, it sounds like there's a lot uh, of pieces that are moving, and I'd love to hear about what being a student success leader has meant for you. Wow, well, where to start? Um, I'd say being a student success leader for me has meant the opportunity to be a mentor, like, like an older hermana, I'd say. Uh, it means cultivating community and relationships with my peers, with other students, with similar backgrounds as me and who are sharing, you know, similar spaces, ideas, and cultural values as me. It has meant working towards creating a more inclusive, safe environment for students who may or may not identify as Chicanx, Latinx. It has allowed me to become more involved in my community, not only within the Centro, but within San Jose State. I've met so many peers, faculty, staff, and I think simply being able to create these relationships with them, seeing them come into the Centro and participate in our workshops and events, uh, has really added a lot of purpose and sense of belonging within this community and institution. It says a lot about your role and, and 
the passion that you bring to Centro. And I'd like to add that a lot of us staff and faculty also identify as Latinx and first in our families to go to college that have and share similar experiences as our current students. And this has helped us in reaching our mission and vision, knowing that we're committed and dedicated to offering our support and our collective wisdom for our students. I also like to add that San Jose State has approximately 29% of the student body that identify as Latinx. This includes both our undergraduate and our graduate students. So we invite Latinx students who are seeking community to visit us at Centro. Although it is our church to primarily serve the Latinx student community, any San Jose State University student is welcome to walk into our space. So if you're someone who's seeking community, you're trying to figure out how to navigate San Jose State and all of its resources, everything it has to offer, whether you're uncertain of who your academic advisor is, or you're wanting to foster deeper connections with faculty or professors, you're considering maybe graduate school, considering how to enhance your leadership skills, you might have questions about your own personal identity, you're looking for a space to study, trying to figure out what your major is or what kind of career you want to pursue, or you just need personal support because we know that balancing more, you're balancing more than just your academics and we know how exhausting that can be. So we encourage you to stop by Centro. We're here to support you with all of this and much more. So let us know what else you may need from us in order to have a positive and enriching experience here at San Jose State. And I also want to mention that for our faculty, staff, and alumni, you are also encouraged to visit us. You can hold your office hours here, you can come have lunch with us, or meet us for a midday plática with cafecito. Love it. One of the things that I've really loved uh, about being the faculty fellow is that Centro operates under these core values that are really central to everything that you do. Um, and it's not something that you know, the, the leadership also holds, um, but something that the student leaders also hold. Can you share a little bit about uh, the core values? One of our core values is definitely being um, assets-based and focusing on, on that, and that's one of our approaches in the work that we do. And it helps inform our work to better serve our Chicanx Latinx student community. So for example, we use Tarayoso's Community Cultural Wealth Model as a foundation. This model challenges traditional deficit views on communities of color by instead focusing on all the cultural wealth, the knowledge and skills that have been passed down by our ancestors to help us succeed and navigate different social institutions and situations. He also identifies six forms of capital that communities of color possess to not only survive, but also to thrive. And we introduce this concept to our students during our annual leadership retreat. And students have said that they walked away feeling empowered, knowing that they have access to knowledge and resources that are needed to thrive. In fact, this past summer, the new Student and Family Programs Office invited us to present on the Community Cultural Wealth Model to all of the incoming FRASH during orientation. This was in partnership with faculty and student researchers from the Public Health Department. And we were able to deliver a presentation that included narrative di digital stories that documented current student challenges while also emphasizing their resilience in overcoming these challenges. The student researchers tied their resilience back to the knowledge, skills, and abilities from their homes and communities. We then scaffolded the screening of the videos with a self-reflection handout using the Community Cultural Wealth Model. And we asked students to explore and identify the six forms of capital they possess as a result of their unique lived experiences. 
What we did was then collect the data to evaluate the effectiveness of this presentation, and we found that about 98% of the students who took the evaluation and attended our presentation found the videos to be very useful and interesting. In fact, many shared that the newly recognized strengths they are bringing to their new university experience. Yes, and Nick, can you share a little bit about what that was like for you? Well, like you said, it was, it was definitely very empowering. Uh, I think it opened my eyes to things, ideas that I never really recognized within myself and within my culture. I was always, I've always been very connected, I say, I'd say personally to my uh, Latinx culture, yet I never really, I never really identified like these, the different aspects of, that um, the community cultural wealth kind of recognizes and that was just truly eye-opening and seeing uh, like learning from the different workshops and from the different professors uh, and listening to all the students who were at the at the retreat share their experiences and just simply seeing how we were all able to relate truly made it even more special it was like wow you know I have I have these peers who I have no who I had never met, had no idea of, but it somehow now feels like they're like my cousins or my legit familia because we've shared in some sense different yet very similar experiences. So it was overall, I'd say, very eye-opening, uh, empowering, and motivating because, you know, we just learned about how as as like a force, it really does take a, it really does take a, a, village. a village to, you know, we're, we have we have power in numbers within our communities. And so that was just, it was very motivating to, to make a change and to make ourselves, you know, to value ourselves, to value our culture, what we bring from our culture. I think sometimes when stepping into, as a first generation, stepping into these spaces, it's like, well, what can, like, what do I bring? You know, like, I don't have, I don't know about this, you know, like, I don't have any past experiences uh, that seem relevant, but no, like, they are relevant. What you grew up with really is, like, relevant. So it was just so, like, special. So, yeah. I especially appreciate that you talked about becoming familia through the process of also discovering more about yourself. And I know that relationship building is central to centro. It is. That is definitely our focus, being relationship focused. Es todo. And our students see the importance of having positive and healthy relationships, not only with themselves, but also with faculty on campus. And that's something that I've really appreciated one of you, Dr. Burciaga, being in our space as one of our faculty fellows, you're modeling what it's like to have these positive interactions and relationships with faculty. Oftentimes I hear from some of our students that they don't have those type of relationships with other faculty on campus. And the negative impact that can have sometimes, it, it could be very discouraging. Um, students sometimes don't feel that faculty are understanding of the various commitments and responsibilities that our students have, everything that they have to balance, and so they're not validated. And that can really discourage someone from wanting to come back to campus and, and get work done. I really appreciated having our faculty fellows model what it's like to have these positive experiences 
uh, with faculty for our students. And I want to point out one of the exciting things that I've seen this semester that you, Dr. Bursiaga, have done at the Central is bring in uh, your love for arts and crafts. And we all know that sometimes we need to take a break. Students need to take a break from everything that they're doing. And you've been able to bring some of that, those, those gifts to our Central and students have really appreciated being able to take a break, work on some calendaring, bringing some stickers and color and the weaving. Uh, that's something that I've heard from our students saying that they really appreciate that that's something that they could bring here to Central and that they're able now to implement some of those self-care practices at home when they're not at Central. So I just want to thank you for introducing that and that students can feel more confident in reaching out to professors. You know, one of the other things I've really loved is watching the student leaders blossom and also contribute their ideas and their approaches to, to better serving our students. And I'm wondering, Yesenia, can you tell us a little bit about maybe ideas that you all have proposed and how people can get involved? Uh, yeah, so I'd say simply visiting the Centro is a start. Stepping into the space is a great way to begin to get involved with the Centro. Oftentimes, like Lily had mentioned, uh, students visiting the Centro uh, come in asking, what is this and how do I get involved? And that's when I or any other success leader or peer um, let them know what this space represents and how any student community member is able to use it. Uh, once you step into the Centro, you begin to socialize and connect with people. This is where you can begin creating re uh, relationships and friendships with other people. Also, with just coming into the center, you can take advantage of the different resources such as, you know, academic advising, career counseling, tutoring, and mentoring even. Uh, we have a variety of workshops for student success that students can also attend and therefore continue to learn, network, and become more involved with the Centro. Uh, we have an annual fall welcome at the beginning of the fall semester, which I'd say is one of our biggest events where we invite students to meet other, to meet other students uh, faculty, staff, student organizations, support services, uh, all in all the purpose of the Centro, uh, which is building community and uh, feeling a sense of belonging at this institution. Uh, I, another big way to become more involved and connected with uh, the Centro is to apply for our annual student leadership retreat uh, that we hold in the fall. Uh, this is how I began to get more involved with the Centro during my freshman year at San Jose State and really finding that community, discovering my identity, and truly embracing my culture. Uh, fast forward a year later, now I'm a student success leader at the Centro and have been able to cultivate uh, that welcoming experience for other students who come into the Centro, build the community, and continue to expand the Centro for our students to you know, know about it, learn about it, and utilize it because you never know what other opportunities can come from it. And I want to add that also another way to get involved is by you letting us know about your interests and your strengths because all of those can contribute to the mission of Centro itself. So we've had multiple students come in sharing different ideas, uh, proposals for different projects, something that you might have learned uh, via your internship or via your classroom and you want to be able to share your knowledge uh, with other students. So what we've done is we've encouraged folks to meet up with us to talk about those and maybe pair up with one of our student success leaders to then offer a workshop. So for example, in the upcoming months, 
One of our students will be partnering with Nicolás, who's one of our student success leaders, on how to develop an e-portfolio. And so that we're really excited for what that's going to look like. But those are just one one examples of what you can what you can do. And as Yesenia had mentioned, um, volunteering with us. Uh, you're always welcome to do that because we only have five student success leaders and we have over 9,000 Latinx students to serve on our campus. So we invite you to help us with the execution of some of our larger events. As Yesenia mentioned, our fall welcome is a big one that's coming up again next academic year. We have our faculty and advisor dinners, our yield efforts, such as Admitted Spartan Day, where we get to welcome prospective students and their familias. So we always need folks to come in and share your experience with our future Spartans. And we also are looking for student panelists to help host visiting schools and organizations that bring some of our youth to San Jose State and expose them to what college can be like. Where is Centro located? Yeah, well, Centro is actually located inside, as we said, inside the Student Union in room 1340, right across from Drama Juice and next to the Student Involvement. Although our name is Chicanex Latinx, our doors are open to anyone from any background that wants to learn more about us and engage with our community. We invite you to visit the Centro or stay engaged with us through our, so through our social media. You can follow our Instagram account at Centro underscore SJSU. The Instagram account is a must. Yes. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for podcasteando. <laughs> yes, podcasteando. Love it. Thank you for joining us. Hasta pronto.